Hi, folks. Welcome to the Gospel of Kennison. Hi, I'm James Kennison. Welcome to my personal audio journal. I'm glad you're here. This is episode 87 brought to you the week of January 15th, 2019. And uh, I'm, I'm excited. I'm going to tell you why, because it is 830 in the morning. And this is the earliest I believe I've ever recorded a GOK. And it's a minor miracle. And we'll get into why maybe a little later on. Today's episode isn't really going to be on a a Pacific topic or a, or a Atlantic topic. It's going to be um, on about me, okay? Because there's only about two hundred of you guys, and and I say only, I mean that compared to that story show. I don't minimize my listenership. I mean it that way. Please don't take it that way. What I what I'm going to say in context is. Um, there's a small and dedicated listenership. And so rather than me saying that as a diss, it was actually meant to be uh, props because um, somebody actually said in the uh, discord server that um, people that listen to GOK are James super fans, <laughs> which I don't understand, but it makes sense. If you're listening to this show, the way it's, it's not, uh, very professional. It's very off the cuff. It's very raw. If you're listening to this and dealing with this, then you want to know stuff. And so today is just going to be a general update about me. And it's going to be at eight 30 in the morning because I actually slept good last night. <sighs> but before we get into the general update, I'm going to give you a fingernail update. You remember it was either last episode or the episode before that I talked about the things that, um, irritated me about myself or, or that they were strange about me. And one of them was, I think it was the last one that, that I bit my fingernails. And I, I said right there on the show that out of all the things that I, you know, can or can't control or feel like I can't control, I can do that. I could stop. And I did. I stopped on that very day. And I'm not going to say I haven't had some relapses. Um, I'm not going to say that. I mean, because it is a habit. And I've accidentally found myself putting my fingernails up to my teeth. I found myself accidentally picking at them with, with my other fingernails. But in general, I have never purposefully uh, bit my fingernails. Yeah, I haven't. Not even in general. Just flat out have not done it. And I... I have fingernails. They are probably a half a millimeter long. <laughs> but yesterday, my wife asked me to scratch her back on a, on a certain spot. And she always just kind of says, do you have anything to even scratch me with? And usually I don't. Usually I don't. She asks, though, because there have been times like now that I have stopped. Uh, but I was very happy to be able to say, look. And she saw the little half a millimeter of white sticking above the quick there. And she's like, "Ooh!" And so I got to give her a uh, proper scratching. And um, I was, I, it was like awesome. It felt good. So minor victory, you know, a little made my day moment. A little MMD. Ah, feeling accomplished over the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> oh, okay. So. Uh, general update time. 
Um, as you guys know, uh, and maybe you don't, but uh, listeners to the show will know that I deal with depression and anxiety and um and I kind of go in a cycle where I'm up and and when I'm down and things like that um and lately uh, uh, uh oh and you also know that I've recently had surgery um uh, I've actually had a couple surgeries just since the summer I had carpal tunnel release surgery which took a while to recover from and then um, I, I just had some surgery done, um, downstairs on the back porch. If you get my drift, uh, and, uh, that's been, that's been slow. It's a bit of slow recovery. The first week I was, I, I was in medicine land. I woke up, took medicine, went back to sleep. It hurt so bad. So week two was very uncomfortable, very painful. This week has not been much better. Um, it's just been uncomfortable more than painful. And, uh, I'm, I'm hoping for better things. Every day is a little better than the last day. And the reason I'm looking forward to being done with the physical pain side of things is because I feel like I'm doing pretty good mentally. Um, I'm not feeling depressed as much. I'm not feeling anxious as much, but, um, I do get upset that I'm not able to do more physically. Uh, it's frustrating when your brain is ready to go. Finally, hey, let's do something. But then your body's like, no, sorry, we're we're recovering, and we can't be, you know, picking things up and 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 crawling all over the floor, looking at cables and cleaning and and all this kind of stuff. So. Uh, I do more than I should, but I, but I can't do very much. Like for instance, one of my requirements, at least for the first three weeks was I could, I was not supposed to lift anything over 10 pounds. Well, I, I broke that rule a couple times. Um, I didn't do myself any serious damage, but I did, you know, kind of hurt myself. Uh, made it, I, I, I think I'm, I'm hurting longer than I would have if I had just kind of laid up and, and stayed in bed, but I, but I get itchy and, and that's, that's what I've got to remember about myself when I'm down is cause when I'm down, I feel like that's me. I feel like I'm a lazy freaking bum. I feel like I'm a person that can't do anything right. Doesn't want to do anything right. Has no control, but the real me, when I, when I'm not feeling down, when I'm physically doing well, even when I'm not physically doing all that well, my point is I chomp at the bit to accomplish things and to uh, be creative, to do housework, um, to go to the grocery store and to podcast at 830 in the morning. Um, it, it It's a thing. I, I'm not a bum. I'm not a loser. I'm not. Uh, that's not me. That is the disease. That is depression. That's what that does to me, but it is not who I am. So it's, it's nice to feel that right now. I don't always feel it, but I feel it right now. And it's a good feeling. Um, but just to be gut level honest, I mean, you guys, I, I, I kind of, I wrote it down that in my, in my general well-being update in my notes here. 
I, I just decided I was going to tell you what an average day for me has been lately. Uh, because if you're a James super fan, which I, <laughs> again, I, you know, I struggle with that. Um, I, I want to talk you out of it. Okay. <laughs> because lately my days have been, um, getting up to take the kids at, um, I, I have to get them out the door at 7.35. So I get up at 7.30 and I put on pants and shoes and a jacket and I stumble downstairs and I start the car and I go. My son always asks, hey, can you turn on the show? And he means that story show, which always is a tiny, it, it's a tiny bit annoying because I don't, I always forget <laughs> and I just want to drive. But I'm always impressed that he wants to listen to the show. So I always turn it on. And we only have a 15-minute drive, so each episode takes about a week to get through. But that's okay. There's one a week. You know, it works out pretty good. Um, so I, I drive my kids to school. I come back home, and I go. I, I feed the dogs, uh, which is a pain. Let me just tell you. Let me just tell you about my dogs. Uh, one of them's fine. One of them's fine. The little one, the new one, his name, her name is Leia. She eats normal. And you'll see why I say she eats normal in a second, because the other dog or doge, uh, as we call him, um, he's an idiot and he tries to eat super fast. And so what we have to do, first of all, we had to switch from dry food to wet food because he wasn't pooping anymore. He just quit and, and he was getting stopped up and we were taking him to the vet and all this. So we, we got him wet food and, um, and now he loves it so much that he eats it so dang fast and we were hand feeding him. Oh, hand feeding the dog because he was eating so fast. And we, and then I had an idea. And so I took, and we started feeding him on a plate and I take a plate. He has his own special plate. It's an old Christmas plate with a reindeer on it. And I put his half a can of food on the plate. I cover that with a piece of uh, uh, wax paper. And then I take a regular dinner plate and I put it on top of that. And I squish the whole thing down and flatten out his food. It looks like a nasty, big old giant hamburger patty. And it sticks to that plate like crazy. And so my dumb dog who loves to woof his food down so fast that he would make himself sick now has to lick and nibble and whatever else he has to do. It takes him a good five to seven minutes to eat now, which is great. And I hear it's good for him. I hear it's good for his jaw muscles and all that good stuff too. Um, because I was going to get one of those, you know, those, um, those bowls that have bumps in them or mazes or, you know, that, but those were mostly for dry food and you try to put wet food in there and blah, it would be gross. So that's, that's what I do. I do that every morning. I, 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 I serve my dogs their, their breakfast or whatever it is. Cause they only eat twice. So I guess it's still breakfast. Um, I usually eat something myself and then I go to bed I go to bed and except for this morning, not this morning, dadgummit. 
But I go to bed and I sleep and I sleep until noon. And I'm not proud of that. But the night before, I will have gone to bed between 11.30 and 12 and laid in bed until 3, 3.30 in the morning. Um, they call it rumination, I guess. That's what my doctor called it when I told him about it yesterday. So I went to my crazy doctor and told him that I was struggling with mornings. And I think the mornings had to do with the nights because the nights are bad because I lay there and all of a sudden my brain turns on and it just races and I have, and it's all over the place. I'll go from being sad, thinking horrible thoughts, just these horrible, you know, memories and, and ideas about, you know, how far I've fallen um, since I was working full time and, you know, just, just how much of a letdown I am, blah, blah, blah. And then in, in, in three minutes, my brain's on the opposite end. And now we're, we're trying to think of new ideas for podcasts and coming up with ideas for songs and thinking about video games. And then, you know, and then all of that balls up into stress about you need to be sleeping because you're never going to break out of this cycle. You're never going to make it. And you're going to be so tired tomorrow. And it's just going to be another day of you sleep until noon or one o'clock and you're not doing anything with your life. So I kind of skipped ahead to the, well, that was a prequel, wasn't it? From the day before. So I wake up usually on, on the, um, you know, between 12, 1230, one o'clock. Not very proud of that, obviously. But hopefully, at least we understand why. And some some would say, like I said, that, well, you should go to bed earlier. You should not stay up so late. But I, I hope you'll understand that that is, is not the problem. Um, I mean, ultimately it is. But the, the main issue is the, the mind racing thing. So um, I'll get up. And I'll come down here to, to my studio. And, um, if I have work to do, I'll do the work. Like recently, very recently, I was able to do a book cover for a friend of mine. Um, the book is called Edo blood E D O B L O O D. And it's a book about samurais that, um, and vampires are involved somehow. So it's, it's super, um, geeky and super awesome. And from what I understand, it's very historically accurate and you can download this book ebook. You can get it in paperback as well, but, uh, you can get it for like three 99, but he, um, he had me redo his cover. I'm doing three more actually for him. Uh, so I've, I've been working on that and then, um, I'll, I'll work on updating what the websites and stuff like that, but I also play a lot of video games and I play video games, um, because I am, I am escaping. Okay. Uh, I'm escaping from the fact that I don't have anything to do and that I don't have the energy to do anything more than that. Um, and I know what you're saying. If, if you're a fan, if, if meaning if you're on my team, 
you're saying, James, you've had surgery. You've been uh, hurting. You can't do much more than just lay there or sit there right now. And, and yes, that is true. That is true. But like I said earlier, that's not the way it feels. It feels like that's me. That That's what that feels like. But I guess for that to be true, I wouldn't be recording today at 8.42 in the morning. So excited about that. The reason I'm up and functional, which is exciting. Oh, so exciting. Talking about MMD moments. I, uh, I went to the doctor yesterday and I call him my crazy doctor, but I see a psychiatrist. I'm not ashamed. Um. My brain has problems and he helps me with my brain problems. But, um, I told him, you know, about the sleep thing and he goes and gets me a pamphlet on, um, what do you call it when you can't sleep? Yeah. Whatever that word is. It starts with an A. (laughs) Some of you are shouting it right now. Uh, (laughs) I'm blanking out. But uh, when you can't sleep, he hands me this pamphlet and he tells me, you know, you need to start thinking positive thoughts and don't let your mind go there and all this kind of stuff. And I'm, I'm kind of trying not to roll my eyes because I've tried that. I lay there and lay there and lay there and there's nowhere else I want to be in the house. I don't want to get up and do anything. I don't want to get up and read or get up and play video games. I don't want to get up and watch television. I want to go to sleep. So I lay there and I keep thinking, uh, you should get up. You should get up. And I'm like, no, because any moment the magic could happen. I could forget that I'm trying to fall asleep and I could fall asleep on accident. And I don't want to miss that opportunity. And I lay there and I think I try to think of positive things. I try to clear my mind. I tried to do these things. Um, so I told him, I kept talking. That's the thing with these guys. You got to keep talking. You got to keep telling them because they hear a hundred people a day and, and you got to let them know. And they got to hear certain keywords. And today, apparently the, or yesterday, the keyword apparently was when I started saying that I do that, I try to think positive, but the, the thoughts that come to my head aren't I, f- I said, it's, it sounds crazy, but I feel like they're out of my control and they're racing through my mind. They just bombard me. And no matter what I try to do, I can't get those thoughts, whether they're positive or negative out of my head. And I didn't tell him I, I lay there and I pray. I even pray and say, God, you know, just help, help my mind be at peace. You know, a mind controlled by the spirit is life and peace, you know, help my mind to, to, to be at rest. Um, and I, and I believe ultimately, you know, the, the, the prayer is answered, uh, well, it's probably a dumb prayer to pray because my brain's just going nuts. Um, and if, and if, if he were to fix anything, he would have to fix everything, um, which, you know, he's welcome to do, but I haven't actually, you know, I haven't actually asked for that lately. So, um, God, here's a little bit for you. If 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 it's in your will, if it be according to your will, please, please, please take this thorn from my flesh. Get rid of my depression. That would be an amazing thing. Um, so there you go. Uh, but anyway, I, I kept talking to him. And once I said that the, the thoughts seemed to be 
uh, involuntary and that they were racing. That's when he changed one of my uh, prescriptions. And last night I was able to take the new dosage for the first time. And I got tired at the right time. And I laid there. It's the first time I've fallen asleep within 15 minutes um, in years. And I'm not exaggerating. In at least two or three years. Uh, well, I, I, outside of being medicated, but you know, with medicine from, from my butt surgery, uh, and stuff like that, these odd, odd days. But as far as just normal going to bed, blah, 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 this, this was a first time and it feels so good to have done my thing. I went and, and dropped the kids off. I came home and kissed my wife goodbye as she went to work. I fed the dogs and squished down the stupid hamburger patty of doom from my dumb, dumb over, you know, wanting to gorge himself dog. Um, and then the next step, I came downstairs rather than going upstairs to my bedroom. And rather than playing video games, I said, you know what? It's time to record a GOK episode. And uh, so it's, it's victory. It's a victory, but my life right now is it, it, in general feels like an unending cycle of what I had just described. Um, getting up at noon, you know, going through the day. Now, progressively, I do get more energy and it's usually about three or four in the afternoon where I feel completely normal. And that's when I'll start running errands. Um, I go pick up the kids, the kids come home. Um, I actually, I pick up the kids at five 20 or something like that. Uh, cause they have practice every day and things like that. And we, we check on homework. We, you know, get ready for dinner. We feed the dogs at six. Um, the kids and, and, and I'll come downstairs and I'll work or play video games, um, or do chores here and there. Um, and then bedtime is at nine 30 and then I'll stay up till 1130 or 12 and then try to go to sleep again. That's, that's my, it's my whole day and weeks and months have gone by where very little deviates from that. And so today is a day worth celebrating for me. Um, I don't know what the rest of the day will be like, but right now by God, it is eight 49 and I'm podcasting. And that for me, is a victory. Um, but in general, in general, I am, I'm feeling a lot better. Um, the nights, like I said, are rough have been, uh, last night was not, um, it was just, it was nice to have a mind that was at peace and was calm. And I was able to just go to sleep. Um, far as yeah I, I don't know what else to update you on I, I I'll tell you some things that I'm looking forward to doing how about that because uh, a couple episodes ago I mentioned that I have a severe lack of self-discipline and I think a lot of that has to do with the depression I'm not somebody that wants to use it for everything but I think it has a role to play I by default am a, a, a lazier than I would like to be. Like if there's something to do, I usually don't want, I have to do it right then. 
I will get it done eventually, but I'm a procrastinator as well. And maybe, maybe you are too. So maybe I'm not such a bad person, but I feel I, I'm very hard on myself and I have a desire, uh, once, once I'm all healed up and I'm not sore and, and freaking swollen and hurting and all this stuff, um, that I want to try to do something physical. Um, like, I don't know if I want to full on work out, like go to the Y kind of thing, but I've been thinking about doing some, uh, some yoga, uh, and, and not the spiritual kind, you know, where you sit there and hum and crap, uh, th- you know, whatever, that's fine. Um, I, I'm just talking about balance and, uh, being able to strengthen muscles in myself because my thing is I, I may never, I may never be skinny again. I, this may be the size I am forever, but, um, at least I could be, does it make sense to say in shape underneath it, <laughs> underneath the fat? Uh, I guess I just want to kind of trick myself into possibly uh, being more concerned about my fitness level because dieting does not work for me. I've tried it and I've been successful at it. And then I, then I fall off the wagon and I get fat again. Um, I like to eat. Um, and, And I do eat too much, but I'm very inactive. And I think I, if I was more active, I might want to eat better and that might, it might, I might be able to trick myself. That's what I'm saying. And I might develop some self-discipline. I, I give you an example with my son. He did not want to make good grades. He just didn't care about his grades. Um, very un, very lazy when it came to wanting to study and, and, and do his work and all this kind of stuff. And, um, we bribed him and we stayed on him and we hounded him. And, and eventually he got, he, he got straight A's actually this, this quarter, which is awesome. He got better grades than his sister. Who's a straight A student. Usually <laughs> she's got a social life in sports and she's 14 now. So, um, she's going to have to step it up, but Jay, Jay got straight A's and, um, he felt so good about that, that now we don't hardly have to do anything. He's already studied. He's already got his homework done. He's already on top of it because he got a taste. He got, he, he realized that doing things the right way was a lot less work ultimately and a lot less stressful. And, and there was a lot more reward for doing it right. The first time for doing your best work. The first time I say all that to say, that if he, he, he got that lazy streak from me, he inherited it. So if it works for him, maybe if I could give myself, do a little bit, just do a little bit of exercise, a little bit of yoga, a little stretching, a little downward facing dog or whatever they call it. little, little standing on one leg and, and do 20 minutes, three times a week, you know, something like that. Just start small. And, uh, trick myself and, and into doing it and then feel obviously the benefits eventually. Maybe it'll, maybe it'll make me want to do more. So we'll see. I'll keep you, 
I'll keep you updated. I'll keep you abreast of any any updates. But I do have a desire for greater self-discipline. I mean, ever since I admitted that a couple episodes ago, um, it, it, it's, it's bugged me because self-discipline is a fruit of the Spirit. If you're not familiar with them in the Bible... Um, the fruits of the spirit are listed as love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And then it says against such things, there is no law basically saying that no one disagrees that these are great things to have in your life. They're, they're pretty universal, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gratefulness, gentleness, self-control, um, self-controls at the end. And um, I don't know if it's a list that is in any particular order. You know, you kind of want to go like Yoda, where he says, you know, uh, fear leads to anger, and anger leads to suffering, and suffering is the path to the dark side. Yes, it is. I, I, I don't know if it's, you know, love leads to joy, leads to peace, leads to patience. I, I think it's just, I kind of think of it more like a fruit tree that produces all of these different kinds of fruits at the same time. Um, just like in that movie annihilation on Netflix, um, it produces all these fruits at the same time. And they're, they all equally have a chance to grow if the tree is healthy. And so the fact that I don't have self discipline, a lot of self discipline is a reflection on my spiritual life. I feel like, and again, maybe I'm being too hard on myself, Maybe I have more self-discipline than I know. I mean, I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't swear. I I love my wife. I don't look at porn. I don't look at other women. Um, you know, so maybe, 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 maybe I am self-disciplined and, and this is just normal for me and I don't know, but I, I know where I'm not and food and exercise are one of those things and I'm down for trying to change it but it's not going to be able to be done the way I've tried to do it before. Weight watchers is great. Um, I've done it. I got to goal and I've done it twice. And, uh, I went back up after it because the diet got too hard to maintain. I was hungry all the time and it's not eating less. Uh, I think that I need to focus on. I think it's eating the right things that I need to focus on because I stop. I'm like you. I stop eating when I'm full. It's not fun to eat when you're full. If I felt full, if I, if they could just make a pill that made you feel full, except for the half hour in the morning, noon and night, dude, I'd be as skinny as anybody. I don't know when it comes down to it. Um, I, I want to be more self-disciplined. I, I want my spirit, my spiritual life, to be healthy. Um, I believe fruit grows naturally. I, I don't know that you could sit and pray for self-discipline. I guess that was my point from earlier is that fruit grows on a healthy tree. Uh, the tree doesn't have to push and stretch and uh, grind out, you know, some kind of fruit. It, it doesn't do that. It just sits there and if it has sunlight and oxygen and, and nutrients in the soil, it by default does what a fruit tree does and it grows fruit. 
Um, and I believe that's why they're called the fruits of the spirit. There are the gifts of the spirit as well. Um, and they are overemphasized in churches, in my opinion, because the fruit of the spirit is what um, people seem to lack. The gifts of the spirit are, are, are typically uh, um, kind of showy. And and if you have those, but not uh, the the fruits of the spirit, I, I feel like you're, you're like a, God, Jesus talked about uh, a, a grave um, where they're beautiful on the outside, but the dead man's bones are inside. I think that's the modern equivalent is, is I got all the flash and the shine and I can prophesy and I can shake and shimmy and look all spiritual, but I'm the meanest person in the church. <laughs> so uh, I, I hope to grow spiritually this year. That's one of my goals. Another one is to do more with Novation, my church. Um, we're nearly done with the, the theater building and we're getting occupancy within two or three weeks. And then we'll be able to start having meetings there and open up um, the building to the community. And we're still talking and working on what we're going to do. Uh, right now we're looking at possibly a after school uh, drop uh, program kind of thing, homework help, uh, you know, things like that. So it's, uh, it's going to be fun. My goal, even though I'm not the pastor of this church, my goal for him, my, my friend David is I want to get him about 30 people to preach to on a Sunday for the last few years. It's just been about six to 10 of us. And, uh, and, and it's been great, man. We're family. We live life together. Uh, it, it, or share life together. We, we are, uh, connected at the hip. It's, it's, it's really great. We feel each other's sufferings. It, it feels like what church is described as in, in the Bible, uh, where we can come in torn up, messed up. We can, we can confess, uh, our problems to each other and our issues and, um, and, and we're accepted and loved and everyone's broken. <laughs> everyone's screwed up in some way. And um, it's the perfect place for me and my family because of just the crap that we've been through and, and where I'm at, you know, with depression and everything and failure. Uh, but I, I want him to have a congregation. And um, I, 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 he deserves one. He's a good speaker. He's a great speaker, but, uh, I, he doesn't have a, we, we just haven't had consistent meetings. Um, we don't have a building of our own and there's not a place when, when you talk to somebody, there's not a place you can say, Hey, be there at this time at this place. And I guarantee you the lights will be on. The doors will be open. Um, like for example, um, Sunday night, Turned out my daughter or my son had his first basketball game. I'm not a fan of skipping church for sports, but it was his first one ever. I wanted to be there. I made a decision. Well, David just cancels church and says, Hey, let's all go see Jay play ball. And, um, folks showed up, you know, and, uh, <laughs> cause they, they were going to church and they just redirected and, and came, uh, across town to this private school that wasn't even my son's and, and they sat next to us and they watched Jay um, sit on the bench for half the game. Um, but 
that so that's awesome but not conducive to uh church growth you know what i'm saying uh, uh so i'm i'm looking forward to having a building and a, and a consistent meeting time and uh doing church the way we do it but may, maybe uh maybe a little bit of the structure uh you know we don't have to throw the baby out with the bathwater not everything with churches is jacked up um let's see i i have a desire to podcast more this year i want to i want to do another show i'm i'm looking at several options uh one would be um a podcast with one of my kids or both of my kids where i would do a that story show type of uh program but for kids and middle school you know middle school and under age kids so it wouldn't just be clean it would also be squeaky clean you know like family friendly and the whole thing um i think that would be a lot of fun we we did an experiment uh maybe a year ago we did like one episode of it was called red school bus and i don't know that i would use that name again because it just seems like a pre-k kind of television show name might uh, throw off the listeners that i'm actually trying to get which would be fourth fifth sixth graders primarily uh but but we did we we went back in i we would look through the archives of nobody's listening and that story show pull out the family extremely family friendly content um and and use that and and talk about it so i don't know i i miss the old podcast kid days and my daughter is 14 she's going to be out of here shortly so um i i look forward to to possibly doing something like that with her or Jay. She's more talkative than Jay is, but Jay will talk. He just needs to get used to, you know, the microphone. Uh, another possibility would be reconnecting with Jen and doing um, a geek loves nerd under a different name, uh, but a reboot of that and doing, um, you know, advice and just talking about family and stuff like that. Folks just seem to like to hear us interact and I miss it too. And I think we're in a good place. She's in busy season right now. So I haven't even broached the subject because that would be mean. <laughs> so there's that. Well, I, I, I planted a seed. Okay. I'll admit that I did say, Hey, we should podcast again sometime. Think about it. Don't think about it yet, but think about it eventually after busy season. So I guess I was mean. Um, uh, another possibility would be just to do, um, uh, a reboot of, of made my day um, where I go back to talking about at least one wonderful thing that happened every single day of the week and encouraging others to do the same. I would also add to it. And the reboot part would be, uh, or the remix part would be also adding lessons that I learn um, every day, something that I've learned as well as uh, something that was a blessing uh, and an MMD moment. Um, so that's a possibility. Um, I, I, I loved a show that I did for a while called I like genius and I like genius was a show where I would, um, find people that I really respected that did amazing creative things uh, on the internet. I would track them down and I would interview them about creativity and I got to interview some really great folks. Um, uh, 
I can't remember any names right now. I remember Ben Heck. He's now, you know, famouser than famous and he's a very smart guy. I got to interview the guy that, uh, a guy that does, uh, Pee Wee Her- Harris Pee Wee. I don't know. He, he does cartoons for, um, uh, boys life, but he also is a toy creator and he works for Hallmark and he does these little characters that speak in very high voices. And I'm totally blanking on all the information on these guys. But I also like would chase down people from thinkgeek.com because of the, um, the, the, Oh, what is it? April fool's jokes that they would create. I wanted to talk to the guy that created those. And, um, I almost had an interview with, uh, Hawkins, um, Jim Hawkins. Is that his name? The Christian comedian, uh, right before I quit the show. Um, but it was just a lot of fun chasing down these guys and getting a chance to talk to them and, and just picking their brains on creativity. And it was a lot of work setting up these interviews and things like that, but, um, it was really fun and I, I might want to revisit something like that. I've also had this idea running around in my head, a show called, uh, interview everyone where I would do interviews, but instead of seeking out celebrities or people with particularly interesting lives, I would, I would just invite anyone to come on, um, and, and interview them and find what is interesting and amazing about that individual. And the point would be that at the beginning of the show, it's just a person, but at the end of the show, it's a real person, you know, I, cause I have theories about people. I, I, one of them is that everyone is a genius at something. There is something in everyone that makes them very unique and special. And it would be so fun to have a show to talk to somebody and find that in them and help that to, to come out, talk about what they do for fun or, or what their, what their passions are, uh, what their life's been like, because I think everyone has a story and maybe that's, maybe that, maybe that's the best idea of them all. I don't know. It would be like that story show, except, um, it would be unscripted. Well, it's not scripted. Um, it would be, it wouldn't be comedy. It would be just storytelling, but, but about life and stuff. And, and it wouldn't just be folks from the internet that I, that I pull in via discord. I would like to also, I would carry around my microphone. And, and if I saw a guy at the the grocery store or something, I might, I might say, Hey, you know, you're sitting here smoking a cigarette. You're, you know, you may or may not be homeless. Tell me your story. You know, I'll give him five bucks or whatever. Uh, but so, so th- just that idea, I don't, I don't know if it carries wa- you know, carries water or if, if that's even a phrase, but, um, uh, that's one of my ideas. Um, and then also just, just doing a generic advice show, uh, where you, you ask me questions and I answer them. Um, but that could be combined with, uh, a, a geek loves nerd, you know, reboot kind of deal. Um, so I, I think I'm out of things to talk about. I want to tell you that I appreciate our patrons um, and the support that they give. If uh, if you're a, a James super fan, 
um, then maybe I can talk you into going over to patreon.com slash GOK and throwing down a dollar an episode. Um, that, that would be great. You could even just do a dollar a month. They have a deal where you could, you, you, you put, sign up for a buck a show, but then you could limit it to only one time a month or two times a month or three times a month. It's totally customizable. They just make us pick different tiers. And so I did tier one for $1 tier two for $2 a show, blah, blah, blah. Many of you do and more than I deserve. Um, but it does help pay the bills around here and it doesn't just support this show. Um, it supports everything. I'll give you an example. I, I am working on releasing, um, some class, some classic, NL cast geek music that I've done over the last 10 years. And some of it needs to be re-recorded. Well, I, I don't have any of the equipment that I used to have. So I needed to buy an audio interface, um, to go between my instrument and my computer. And I was able to purchase that, uh, a, a good one, um, with the funds that were provided by patrons. And, um, it's really exciting to be able to do that. I, I think I mentioned um, la- late last year that one of my computers just died and I had to re- replace almost every part of it. it. It totaled up to $600 and I was able to do that with Patreon funds and um, that kind of stuff would devastate and pull down the show otherwise. And and not every week is a, is an emergency like that. Sometimes it's just little things like yesterday I went to uh, guitar center and I was able to buy some uh, T tip ring sleeve TRS cables that I needed, which means nothing to you unless you're an audio person. Um, I was able to, to buy three foot versions instead of nine foot versions, which is what I had. And um, I was able to therefore eliminate um, not only the, the clutter, of having a nine foot cable when I really only needed a three foot cable, but also that those cables were touching, uh, other cables and other electrical cables and causing a buzz in the background of John Steinklobber's, uh, discord stream on that story show. All that to say, um, I was able to spend the money, you know, about 20 bucks on those cables, uh, out of Patreon funds and it benefits, uh, not, it, it benefits the whole network. It's, it's great. So I don't care if you, uh, want to support this show or the other show, that story shows fine too. Uh, maybe there's probably more rewards, uh, over there, but, um, patreon.com slash G O K. The website is G O K cast.com. You can, you know, find, uh, ways to subscribe, you can refer your friends to it if they want to listen, gokcast.com. Um, there's also uh, the Discord server. If you go to nlcast.com, uh, click on community, there's an invite to our Discord server. If you don't know what Discord is, it is a chat, basically, program that you can use on your phone and your browser, or you can download software for it. It's really neat, and I'm on there all the time. Lots of great folks. There's also our Facebook group. Uh, the, just, just look up, nobody's listening podcast community and join that group. 
You can also email me directly at james at nlcast.com with questions, topic ideas, feedback on this episode or any episode. Uh, follow me on Twitter at NLCast. And um, we'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening. And thanks for being a super fan, whatever that means. Uh, we'll, we'll see you guys hopefully next week. I'm going to enjoy the rest of my morning. Peace. Peace.